Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Trolls of the Two Tunbridges. My name is Greg Dykes, and I will be your dungeon master for this evening. Tonight, having had an episode of looking at what uh, Zibby and Percival were doing with the delights of the criminal underworld and, of course, Starbucks coffees, we now turn our attention to the other half of the party, to what Rana and Siliqui were doing, and what they might possibly divine from talking to the harbour master, Zinda. If you would like to learn more about our podcast, you can find us all over the social medias at T-O-T-T-B podcast. That's T-O-T-T-T-B podcasts, where you can find out everything you need to know about us, our podcast, what we're releasing, and all the rest of it. But right now, I ask you to join us for a leisurely stroll down Portney and Zaro Lane to find adventure. The Log of Percival Silverlight After our chase across Port Nianzaru, pursuing a ne'er-do-well, we have decided to split our resources. Zibi and I went in search of a contact that Zibi may have in relation to the pirate problem we heard about. As it turns out, I was possibly too famous for my own good. I was drawing too much attention, so I decided to hunt for coffee. Rana and Siliqui, however, have gone in search of the dragonborn harbour master, Zindar. Maybe he can help us locate these pirates. Adventure! Siliqui and Rana. You make your way on through Portney and Zaro round to Zindar. It takes a little while, um, mm-hmm. but again, because of the... Uh, I, I believe I mentioned this last time, but torrential rain that has been happening throughout this day. Is it raining? Um, really? It was, yes. <laughs> it was raining. <laughs> there doesn't appear to be anything that particularly interacts with you. However, I'd like you both to roll a perception roll for me, please. Okay, okay. One second. Lefon and five, so sixteen. Uh, sixteen as well for me. Two sixteen, sakey As you sort of make your way on round, you notice just a few things. Um, there are a couple of tabaxi that sort of scamper past you fairly quickly, look fairly fairly in a hurry. One of them sort of glances towards you, but without any real intent, just kind of like taking in that you guys are there, and then wanders past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As you go on past the uh, warehouse district, which on the map is sort of the central area um, of Portney and Zaro, you can see there is a certain amount of activity around there, certainly more than in the rest of the city. There appears to be a fair bit of moving around. You can see a few dinosaurs sort of like hauling carts. The torrential rain is not impeding the business of the day. Uh, however, you notice nothing else. You continue on round, making your way to the harbour master's office, and as you get up to the more protected and sheltered docking area up next to the harbour master's office, uh, you see a glint of gold through the rain, and you can see Zindar is actually striding down one of the um, one of the is it gangway? Is it gangway? Wharfs. That's the word. Piers. That's the word. Piers. Um, dwarfs he's stro- strolling on one of the dwarves he's strolling on one of the dwarves yes um wandering yeah. down to Classic. wandering down to a ship and is sort of hailing their captain you can either head on just up to the harbour master's office or you could go down to actually see zindar which are you going to do uh, Rana, i can see zindar over here he's got the shininess of his skin 
I, I could look at him all day. He's, um, it's beautiful to, to watch. Um, should we go and speak to Zinda? I think that's what he wanted to do, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Rana, Rana sort of uh, just nods impatiently and then uh, starts off in Zindar's direction, um, sort of watching him like like he's like he's, he's focusing on him, like he's, he's trying to sort of soak up the sight with his eyes. <laughs> As you approach, you see Zindar is absorbed in his work. After chatting with the what you assume is the captain for some time, who comes down off of the boat and offers uh, some sort of slate that clearly is some sort of shipping manifesto, you see uh, Zindar takes out what appears to be a... Uh, looks like a monocle, because he, he affixes it to his eye and has a good, long, hard look at the boat. And you, for a second, you're not entirely sure what he's looking for, but he seems to be sort of like running his eye across the boat with this monocle in. As you get closer, you hear him proclaim, Looks to be in good shape. Excellent work, Captain. Back to it. He hands back the manifesto. So before he takes the thing out of his eye, Zilliqui, with her quiet stealthiness, (laughs) stands right next to him. And she's basically looking in the same direction as him, trying to work out what he's actually looking at. (laughs) But so he doesn't quite know that she's next to him yet. Okay, right. Um, <laughs> okay, okay. Um, Rana, are you just going to watch Siliqui doing this, or are you just going to are, are you going to do anything while she's trying to sneak up? I think I think Rana's suffering a little bit from you know, like he's 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 fangirling it a bit. Um, I think at this stage, um, just because he he's not entirely sure what Zindar is except dangerous but awesome so he's sort of he's sort of hovering like he wants to go up and talk uh, but he's also doesn't really know what he wants to say and he's mostly forgotten the reason for coming here he was it was mo- mainly main the fact that he gets to see he gets to see the magic dinosaur mm-hmm. brilliant um, so he, he's just going to sort of hover <laughs> he's not really paying much attention uh, to what Siliqui is doing he's just he's just sort of tracking all of his movements and just just trying to basically puzzle out what Zindar is and how he fits into his world. So, Siliqui, I'd like you to make a stealth roll for me. Okay. It's going to be a straight one because I can't tell if Rana's imposing disadvantage or advantage on you, to be honest. Seven. So, sorry, say that's 12. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought seven was the uh, was the full total. Okay. Um, no. So, that's 12. So, Zindar... So, you move on up, and yes, you, you're pretty certain that Zindar doesn't <laughs> notice you there. And as you have a quick look at what he's looking at, it just seems like he's he's just looking at the boat. The captain himself has just sort of, like, stood off to one side. He hasn't noticed you either. And he's just sort of, like, he, he just looks like he's sort of standing there quite patiently waiting. And again, because it's raining, he's just got water just, like, pouring down off of his face. Looks... A little impatient, but she's just sort of stood there waiting for Sindar to stop whatever he's doing. Once Sindar finishes up, as I say, he takes out the monocle, pops it away in a little box he has, sort of box pouch thing that he has on his uh, on his chest. Nods to the captain and turns to head off of the uh, pier and spots Rana there. And after a sort of like quick glance, he looks, just nods at Rana. Rana, are you going to say anything to him? Rana nods back, and um, I'm going to do a self-imposed mm-hmm. roll. A <laughs> self-imposed roll, right? Okay. Is it just like how cool yeah. Rana comes across? Rana, Rana just doesn't. He's he's he just kind of sort of nods a bit mutely and then shuffles back. So uh, Zindar's got room to go past, but doesn't actually say anything. He's just he's doing like the whole. But you know the whole Puss in Boots thing where he's holding his hat and his eyes go big? He's, yes. he's kind of doing that sort of thing. Um, uh, but Aww. yeah, I mean, I, I gave myself a, a, a charisma check and I failed that <laughs> quite a bit. Extravagantly. Um, yes. So, yeah, like the charisma check it was not sufficient, uh, even slightly. So yeah, Rana's, uh, Rana, does, he, he doesn't really know what to say. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so he just, he, just, he just kind of steps back and just sort of nods. Have they still not seen me standing next to them? Nope. Currently, no. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Siliqui, it's up to you. Zindar sort of turns and sees Rana and starts heading off, but are you going to do anything in reaction to him turning and walking away? Or Hello, Zindar. 
Jesus! Uh, no, not Jesus. Sorry, not Jesus. <laughs> Damn, I'll be damned! <laughs> oh, sorry, I didn't mean to uh, surprise you. Um, hello! He turns, and you can see in the palm of his hand is a small ball of fire that he very clearly is about to throw at you. <laughs> Uh, before, before he sees it's you. It's all right. <laughs> I'm sorry if I uh, if I put the eebie-jeebies in you. I'm, I'm sorry. I um, I maybe I should have uh, made my presence more known. God be damned! Where, where did you come from? <laughs> I just walked right up to you. I'm, I'm I'm very good at being quiet. You know, um, even though I talk a lot, when I'm not talking, I'm actually really good at being quiet. Zindar is just breathing heavily at the minute and is just like and does the kind of like the thing that Yoda kind of does where he just closes his fist around the fireball pulling in whatever uh, magic he was just about to fire there um, Are you alright Zindar? Do you need to sit down? No it's it's quite alright it's uh oh, no, does, no, hold on it begins with an S doesn't it? Siliqui Siliqui that that was it. What's, what, what, what are you doing here, Siliqui? Uh, do you, do, do you need something? Um, I'm sorry if I interrupted you. I know when we had a bit of a chat at Wakangas that you talked to us a little bit about things like the, um, the pilot problem. And we basically were just wondering how you're getting on with that, or if there's been any updates, or um, if there's anything that we can do to help. Really, I was going to go up to the Harbour Master's um, office to have a look to see what work are currently about. Cause we need funds basically before we can go. Uh, back out on our main uh, job, if you like. But hmm. um, we were all quite touched when we heard about the problem with the pirates. Them taking... Um, were they taking boats or were they taking... Um, were they looting? And the pirates, um, they, they loot. They take what does not belong to them and they make a profit from it. They're bastards, I tell you. I wondered, if really, if, um, if you could do the hand or if we could help in any way or... or um, you know, we uh, we can hold our own, and I just wondered if um, we could be of use to you, really. Do you have a ship? That's the one thing we don't have at the moment. We um <laughs> we can rent a can we can we might have some rent canoes a canoe. <laughs> <laughs> very soon, but an actual ship, no. Hmm. Well, I have to say, without ships, unless you can work out where these pirates are, there's probably not much you can do for them right now. I am, it is true, offering a uh, substantial reward. I believe it was 2,000 gold pieces for each pirate ship that is captured, plus a bonus for the capture of the pirate captain. That's pretty impressive. It's um, not to be sniffed at. Uh, to be a hard job. The pirates know what they're doing. This is very true. We've, we've had um, somebody mention... Bear with me one moment. I, um, I'm trying to use my brain. My brain notebook again. Um... That's fine. I can see. I can see the steam coming from your ears. It's it's quite okay. <laughs> uh, Cap- is it Captain Swift and Dark who's got the Pegasus for hire? Uh, um, Captain Swift and Dark. Such a porn name. <laughs> I believe. I believe. Oh, sorry. It's the Brazen Pegasus. It's the Brazen Pegasus. It's open for hiring. It's one of the few that is uh, currently permanently in Port Zaro just now. But do you think that would be um, either a good enough ship to to help, or do you think that wouldn't? withstand anything really the brazen pegasus is not a naval ship it's generally a merchant or passenger ship but if you were serious in your attempt to take on the pirates perhaps speaking to captain dark would be uh, a good idea um perhaps she would be hang on a second now i have to just double check because i think it's a she it is now uh it is now yeah hold on (laughs) (laughs) it is a yeah, she's a woman. Yes. Hey. <laughs> now that we've established that, yes. Yeah, she would be. Uh, yep. <laughs> she would be open to discussing some sort of arrangement. I imagine if if you wish to meet them in the open sea, if you want to learn more, how about we return to the harbour master's office and we can discuss uh, what what I know there. Oh, certainly. We uh, we wanted to go up there anyway. So, um, and um, you remember Rana, don't you? Rana wanted to come and say hello again. Um, Zindar turns and sees Rana. And Rana, do you say something at this point? <laughs> he, just notly, he just mutely nods at him, going, hmm, hmm. Looking like he needs a wee. 
Rana nods and um, forgetting uh, to speak in the common tongue says uh, yes it is, uh, it is it is it is good to meet you again he says uh, in Charlton but like in like like weirdly like like formal Charlton mm-hmm. like the kind of you know like <laughs> me you know, too like you're good young. maybe is <laughs> you know like when you're young and you're told that like, if you speak to a doctor you know you shouldn't use slang words or anything in that sort of slightly mm. stilted he's thinking carefully about what he says and he says that in Charlton okay uh, Rana roll me an inside check please uh, 15 15 okay so when Zindar turns to look at you you sort of look up into these eyes and these eyes they're quite striking because they are this sort of deep golden with this dark slash in them and he's got this draconic face which just doesn't it doesn't have as much emotion as a human's face so as you sort of look up into this face you sort of you start talking in Cholton and at first you, you you're talking normally but the longer those golden eyes stare at you the more you just sort of you you, you start to you start to stumble and stutter and this is really quite quite a strange feeling I imagine because I'm not sure if Rana has ever felt this before but you are intimidated by Zinda because he just stands there staring at you and doesn't make a sign of whether or not he understands what you said or not for you Rana this is unnerving because he just he just doesn't seem to comprehend and you can't tell if he's bemused or slightly threatening Rana sort of nods and sort of he sort of dry washes his hands slightly and then just says yes yes mm, mm, okay Uh, and turns slightly to one side and points over the edge of the wharf towards the ocean and says Siliqui look I I think I see a squid uh, and then hurries over, <laughs> hur- hurries, hurries over to the edge of the pier, um, and just peers blankly into the water, not really paying any attention, um, uh, but feeling, feeling quite annoyed. For, for context, um, I, I rolled there specifically because of the way this was playing out. I rolled for um, yeah. Zindar an intimidation factor, and he got a twenty-two. Um, so <laughs> that is a high level of intimidation. Um, also, he's just also he's a seven foot tall golden dragon who can fly with magic and immolate entire armies with fireballs. Mm. So, I think the 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 power disparity is quite significant. Mm. I also assume when you said you see a squid and walked off, you were still speaking in Cholton. Yes, of course. Yeah. So as <laughs> as you sort of wander off, Sindar watches you, and then he sort of he leans towards you, Siliqui, and just says. Is he okay? I think he's a little starstruck, to be honest. But don't tell him I told you. Of who? Me? Of you? Yes. I, I think he was really quite blown away by your um, your display and your your skill in the throat. Yes, I think uh, he's quite taken by you. Ah, I remember now. Yes, I remember you all. Ah, fantastic! It feels like it was only a couple of days ago, or possibly several months. <laughs> only yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, come now and he sort of he he steps forward and uh rana you feel this quite heavy hand like on your shoulder um and you look round and zindar has has come up to you and just says it's okay lad you and siliqui can come with me and we'll we'll talk about pirates yes and he's, he's looking at you and this this time you do get the the whiff of he's he's trying to make sure do you understand what i'm saying rana nods mutely and he's worked out at this point that perhaps uh, perhaps Cholton isn't the best language. But he's, he's momentarily forgotten what language is the best language. Um, no, he's just momentarily uh, forgotten because, what language is. Yeah, because yeah. he gets... Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and he just he just sort of... He nods and he, he just repeats, pirates, yes. Pirates. <laughs> and, then just, and then just lets himself be led away. <laughs> Just walking along, pirates, pirates. Zindar takes the pair of you oh. to the harbour masters, of course, and leads you in. And you get into this area, and it's actually it's it's not a very big office, to be honest. You've seen it from the outside; it has kind of the feel of a tuck shop kind of thing. You've got the clerks that are at the sort of open window side, willing to kind of like an information kiosk, is what I'm thinking here. Is yeah, tuck shop's not quite the right. Anyway. <laughs> 
Alright, can I have a 20p mix bag, please? There is no sort of like office space for Zindar. So there is there is just there is just a couple of desks and there's a sort of slightly larger one for Zindar. And as he comes in, he leads you over, but you are still in the same room as the clerks waiting to see if anybody actually will come up. Obviously this still the time of day with this rain. There isn't really anybody in particular coming up to the information desk. While you are there, the only people that do come up is there's once or twice there seems to be like a ship captain who's just come in, sort of comes to report that they've uh, they've just arrived, or or perhaps a, a messenger sort of delivering something for Zindar, which he takes and quickly reads, puts to one side as he as he internalizes what the message is. He leads you over to the desk and explains to you that uh, the problem has sort of been plaguing Portly and Zaro for. A few months now, who at first seemed to be freelance pirates that were sort of uncoordinated attacking small ships. Recently, however, they have become much more organised. And as he says, reports so far indicate that there may be up to three pirate ships poaching the trade routes into and out of Portney and Zaro, which is not very good for trade, especially when they now seem to be getting better and better at identifying ships carrying cargo of particularly valuable items. Uh, have you been trying to mix it up at all? I saw, um, have you been trying to maybe put cargo on some naval ships, for example, rather than the obvious cargo or passenger ships? Where possible, we have been. It's not been the easiest. The merchant princes don't work in harmony, shall we say. So they all have their own methods and their own ways of, of doing things. I... I mediate and uh, officiate the whole business of goods coming into and out of Portney and Saro, but I have very little power to actually persuade the merchant princes to actually change up and use those tactics I think would work better, unless they themselves believe it is worth it. Hmm. It's not, not, always, not always easy. As far as I know, they have been attempting to do this, but as I say... More recently, the attacks have increased in both their accuracy and in their frequency. You said there's up to three. Is there um, any particular times of day that any of those three attack? Like, is there patterns of when they tend to come more? Or have you managed to record anything like that at all? The only information we so far have is one survivor from an attack returned to Portney and Zaro to tell us that the ship that attacked them had the name Sturge written on the side. That is all we have so far managed to... Spanish, correct, yes. Sturge. S-T-I-R-G-E. I I think he may have told us that already. Yeah, I think so. I believe I have, yes. I'm going to write it down again so it's on a newer is Yeah, this is is a fact, (laughs) I think. There's the outside chance it was a different ship, so I'm hoping it was the same one. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I haven't, haven't just told you a second ship, but hey-ho. What's the um, survivor's name of this uh, attack? Could we talk to them, oh, maybe? Oh, he's, he's, a, he's a very generic person. Very difficult to pick out in a crowd. Is it? Do you mean generic in comparison to you? Or do you mean generic in comparison to somebody not so um, illuminous and amazing? When you think about it, everyone's generic compared to me. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Rana, Rana nods, like, firmly uh, in response to that, like, this... This is true. <laughs> that doesn't say anything else. Zindar basically says that the person in question managed to deliver their information, but they then left Portney and Zaro on a passenger ship, um, as they were not native to Portney and Zaro. Well, that's a shame. It might have been interesting to try and talk to them to see if they um, noticed any particular patterns or anything, to see if there's any particular times where it might be worth us going up more than others. For patternings, what you're really looking for here is somebody like myself, who is actually keeping track of everything. The commoner in question was only Mm. responsible for their own ship, and they weren't even from here. Okay. If it, of course, you know, comforts you at all. So, I mean, is it possible for you to show us anything you have? I have here a list of those ships that have been raided, of course. He brings out this little sort of... uh, ye olde binder that seems to have documentation in it you can have a scan through uh give me an investigation roll if you're looking for a pattern of some kind (laughs) rana do you want to give me advantage (laughs) well i'm not entirely sure if rana can give advantage at this point i don't know (laughs) not on that no no rana just threw an 18 he was amazing i threw a natural one minus (laughs) 
Minus one, though, for my investigation roll. <laughs> oh, all of 17. That, that, is the finest, <laughs> that is the finest investigation roll that Rana has ever thrown yet far, thus far. Siliqui <laughs> got... Um, oh, it's Siliqui's got a plus one, so Siliqui got two. Yep, and Rana, you got what? <laughs> I got 17. That's 17. Erkidakes. Yeah, Siliqui, you take a look at this and immediately as you start to read through it, you just get kind of like, you just get a headache, to be perfectly honest, from looking at this. It's just, it's, it's, it's too much information to take on board. I don't think I ate enough those nuts earlier, you know. I think I'm a little bit low blood sugar or something. I, uh, I gotta be a headache. <laughs> Rana, um, as you look at it, unfortunately, as you read through this list, Again, all you can really pick up on is the same thing that Zindar's told you now, is that there is definitely this indication that originally there was a sort of sporadic nature to what was being stolen. You sort of, you piece together, you think you can agree with Zindar that it seems like perhaps there were a couple of pirates that came about. But then, a couple months back, suddenly they get more and more successful at what they're doing. The ships that are being raided, there's no dud raids where they raid a ship that has barely anything on it it starts to be all the ships that have something valuable on them are being attacked which you recognize is concurrent with zindar's assertion that these pirates have somehow organized and are somehow perhaps getting information which zindar says is something he's worried about is that there is perhaps a spy somewhere within portney and zaro feeding information to the pirates that he has yet to work out where they are or who they could be. Um, and how is Rana reading this information? Rana can read. Oh, he can read. Not, I wasn't sure if he could or not. No, no, Rana can read. He's not quick at reading, hmm. uh, but he can read. I think Rana... So gets the gist of things. Yeah, he's not intellectually clever, but he's, he's instinctively insightful. So he, he's good at spotting patterns and things, uh, yeah. but yeah, his formal intelligence is poor. Which I'm taking into account with the kind of result you got there yeah. is that, yeah, it was good, yeah, but realistically what you're doing is you're confirming what Zindar has already told you rather than yeah. learning anything new. Yeah. Rana just sort of shrugs and says, it is as Zindar says, he says there are attacks, but I cannot see a pattern based on this information. Indeed. As I say, these attacks seem to be more than just the random attacks of pirates that are just taking advantage of anything that they can see. It's my belief that they are somewhere based here in Portney and Zaro. Well, maybe not in the city itself, but in short, perhaps. Do you get any suspicions of who may be leading them at all? Again, if I had my suspicions, I would be making investigations into that person. So far, it isn't possible from here to work out where they might be going from or, or how they're operating, I'm afraid. It is possible, though perhaps unlikely, that they have formed some sort of alliance. That perhaps these three ships we are experiencing are working together but such an alliance would be honestly fragile pirates always fall prey to greed in the end they're very fickle right i sort of assuming there's a window or something that looks out across the bay or something yeah yeah there's the there's the sort of the shuttered windows are open to the streets rana sort of um he gets up and he wanders over to the window and he looks out at the ships and he sort of motions out the window and he says uh, if they are working together he says there cannot be so many places uh, where three ships should could come to rest um, at night or shelter from storms if they are not here he motions towards the bay do you know of any places uh, along the coast where they could keep the ships Sadly, not that I am aware of. There are places I know spoken of by some of those who have set out to explore or scavenge around the coasts of Cholt, and I am going to switch over to the player's map of Cholt so you know what uh, Zindar is talking about here. 
barely remember the last time we saw this map. <laughs> Hasn't changed much. <laughs> Great deal since then. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, another thing, Zinda, while, while, um, <laughs> while the, the map uh, loads. <laughs> your book's loading, yeah, while, while, your, uh, while your map book is um, loading, <laughs> I have a strange question. I, I imagine you've seen all sorts of people around here and things. Have you seen people who they, they are in groups and they wear sort of black hooded cloaks? Do you know who they are or what their business is here? People in black hooded cloaks. Hooded cloaks, yes. I would need something a little more conclusive to identify specific people. You know the temple where people go who um, worship uh, the god of money or, or uh, riches and things? Is I forgot. Wukin. Yes, that's the one. Um, I spotted quite a few of these, of these people um, around the outsides of there in their black cloaks. And... Um, be honest with you, I, we were followed by one earlier. Um, somebody was watching us, and then um, they again had this black hooded cloak with the cloak up. And then um, when we saw them, they ran away, and we chased them, but we lost them. And then um, I've been getting the feeling we're either being followed or being watched, and I don't know who these people are. Zindar takes a look at you and sort of considers for a moment and says, "It is of course possible that you are being followed. Many say that there is." Hardly a second in Portnianzara you are not being watched by cat's paws of one allegiance or another. It would be hard to pinpoint specific people. For instance, a description of somebody in a black cloak could literally apply to just about anyone in Portnianzara right now, given the weather. But people who hang around together in the black cloaks, is there like a, a group? Is there a cult or a, um, a following or anything like that? Not that I am aware of. Uh, you can roll an insight if you like. See if he's telling the truth. <laughs> I'm really rubbish at throwing it, though. Uh, six and five, so uh, 11. 11. Okay, thanks. Yep. You, you believe that he is being honest. He seems to be confused at how he's supposed to identify a group of people standing together <laughs> in black cloaks. Rana, Rana catches his eye and then makes... The gesture. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's pretty, pretty insulting. Literally <laughs> 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 flipping the bird. <laughs> the delivery of that line killed me. <laughs> <laughs> so the queen okay. kind of catches Rana out the corner of her eye and, and makes the gesture. Just thinks, what's he doing? Yeah, so, <laughs> no, okay, so, so here's the thing. What? So here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> Siliqui. It's all right. Um, yeah. Siliqui. So, oh my, hold on. I need to find your... Um, I'm not sure Siliqui would have... I'm not sure Siliqui would even yeah, see the gesture. The, yeah, this is the like, thing. It's a gesture. Like Rana, oh, it's a very subtle yeah. one, but still, Siliqui would probably be like, why is Rana brushing him something off? You know, or what... what? So you're right. Wow, he's really nervous around Zindar, isn't he? <laughs> it's right necessarily got the, yeah. is that. Siliqui, but- if you want to have a reaction to what he's done, you're going to need to... Well, it's really a passive... It's really against your <laughs> passive perception. And mm. Rana, as far as I can tell, you're doing this just out in the open, right? Yes. Rana, what's your bonus to your sleight of hand? <laughs> no one's ever asked me that before. Plus mm. two. <laughs> it's plus two, right. Uh, I get that. I get Siliqui. that from coming from Croydon. Yeah. <laughs> Siliqui. Yes. What is your bonus for insight? Plus five. Boom. Uh, plus five. Okay, dokes. Right. Yes. In which case, so um, Rana, you you make the gesture. Siliqui, you notice that Rana is doing something that's odd he seems to be as i say this this gesture is a sort of like wiggling it's a brushing yeah well no it's not a wiggling it's actually it's more of a kind of like it's a brushing as if rana's like brushing dust off of himself but it's it's kind of unnecessary here because rana's like wet from the rain so he wouldn't have dust on himself so you're not entirely sure what he's up and to and the clothes he or little amount of clothes he wears oh yeah he also <laughs> appears to be sort of looking meaningfully at zindar so again, you pick up on the fact that Rana is doing something, but you're just not sure what. 
he's doing. I think he's cynically just, just accepts it. I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know what's going on there. He's, uh, bless him. Rana, <laughs> I'd like... Percival could have just got you a coffee. You decided not to have him around. <laughs> Rana, I'd like a uh, insight roll from you. Because you're watching to see if there's any reaction from Zinda. Dirty twenty, I think. Was it insight? Insight, yes. Or I get plus. Mm. I get plus three, so twenty-one. Ah, okay. So you you watch Zinda carefully, seeing if there's any sort of recognition, um, and his eyes pass over you in much the same fashion as they've just been passing over you this whole time. It doesn't seem like he's picked up on the gesture at all. (laughs) Rana looks sort of disappointed and then says Aww. and then says um you said that some smugglers some explorers have traveled the coasts and may know where the ships may go to rest Rana doesn't Indeed. say rest Rana gets confused and uses the word sleep because that's the thing <laughs> I think you would do where the ships go Aww. to sleep um <laughs> Um, do you know of any such people that we could speak to? Well, you could speak to them, but I can also show you on this map what they've they've spoken to me about and what they've seen. So the places that could potentially be harboring pirates around Port Nianzaro, there is a, a little village, or sort of, it used to be a town, but was overrun. There is a Port Castilagar, or no, Pastiglare. Castiglia? Castiglia. 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 Yeah, let's get with that. Um, (laughs) Might potentially be a harbour for pirates. It's mostly abandoned. However, he has heard talk of perhaps the Flaming Fist that march from Port Bellerond, um, occasionally using it as a resupply location um, when they're marching down to the city of Mesro to sort of explore its ruins. On that point, he also points out that uh, the city of Mesro, being a sort of half-sunken city, might be a location where pirates could potentially make some sort of hideout. However, the Flaming Fist are all over Mesro, so you would think that if there were pirates there, the Flaming Fist would have engaged them at some point. Not necessarily a given, but perhaps there would have been some sort of talk from the Flaming Fist of that being a thing. There is then Refuge Bay, given the name. It was the site of a ancient Cholton city called Ishao, and similarly, that could potentially provide some safe harbour. If you think sort of Tortuga or the you know, sort of uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag kind of uh, Nassau. That's the city I was thinking of, a Republic of Pirates kind of thing that maybe oh, yeah. maybe something's been set up there, possibly. It's not that he's had any word that that has happened. It's just it could be a potential site for something like that. On the western coast, he generally dismisses the idea that most of the western coast could be the location of a hideout, generally because most of the eastern side of Cholt is bordered by the Mistcliff Mountains and the Kobold Mountains in the south. There is, however, in the middle of those mountains, a bay called Jahaka Bay, being a sort of like laguni kind of bay, again, might potentially be a place where the pirates could be making some sort of shelter however as he says he's not entirely certain about that as he's heard reports that there is a red dragon that has made its home uh, down in the south towards that area so he's unsure but it could be potential hideaway he doesn't think the land masses outside of chalk would be much use lantan for example is incredibly mountainous towards the seas and so therefore wouldn't uh, provide very good landing for any sort of city or port that the pirates might want to use. There is the potential, there is a little spit of land called the Dawn Warrior, but it hasn't got very much on it, so he's not certain if that would be a great place to set up camp if he was if he was a pirate. So in summary, he thinks, this, he thinks the three bays that are most likely are either Jahaka Bay, Refuge Bay, uh-huh. or Kitcher's Inlet. Okay, so... Um Siliquay is going to store that in memory bank. Siliquay mm-hmm. um, will thank him for all of that information. But of course. As I say, there is a reward that is available for those 
interested in uh, taking down the pirates, as I believe you and your uh, fisherman's friends, was it? Always. I, well, I don't know. Really. We're working on the name. The name's just a, uh, a fill-in for now. Well, if you're <laughs> of a mind to take on the pirates, think about getting a ship, as I say. There is the Blaze and Pegasus is worthy of being uh, rented for those services. Captain Dark is a frequenter of many a bar. Uh, believe the Giggling Squid is the one you uh, you personally frequent. Is that correct? Uh, yes, we um we we have a um a room each there. Hmm. Uh, she's she's easy enough to uh, to spot. She's got this sort of uh, what are they called? They've got the, the hats with three points on them. It's, it's something captain type hat. Try yeah, it's I a, can't remember what it's Try yeah. something or another. Yeah. Oh yes, that. Oh no, you're not there, Zibby. Um, it, uh, it's anyway. It's one of those one of those those captain's hats. No. <laughs> if you can uh, bring proof, uh, if you can either bring in the the ship and the the captain, preferably alive, but uh, if you can bring proof that they have in fact perished, then the uh, reward money would be yours. Well, that does sound rather wonderful. Obviously, I need to speak to my um, little group. Actually, I think my group would probably quite like to speak to you a bit more about it. If you ever get any free time, if you wanted to come maybe to the Giggling Squid for, for a bit of supper one night and um, we can all talk together. I do have something else to ask you. I mean, have you been around here that long? Have you, have you heard about many gangs or things like that? About gangs? I've been here most of my life, in fact. There are... There are gangs in Port Nianzara as there are in any city. Is there any in particular you have an interest in? Have you heard of a um, of a gang called the Poltergeists? The Poltergeists? Yes. It's not a name I'm familiar with, though oddly it does ring a bell. Why? It's a group I'm looking for. Um, let's say they, um, they owe me a debt. Hmm. Well, I've seen you use those fists. I would not very much like to be them right now. So the queen goes, oh no, and just like, like not slaps him, but like taps him in the chest. Goes, I've seen you with your fire. I am nothing compared to you. He gives quite a gracious bow. Rana nods behind Siliqui's back as she says she's nothing compared <laughs> to him. And Rana's just like, <laughs> Rana's just like, like, yes, she is correct. Yes. <laughs> you're magnificent, you're wonderful. <laughs> Like, no one realizes this, but Rana is idly thinking in the back of his mind, like, if he turns into a dinosaur, does that make him, like, related? Magic. In some way? <laughs> like, because if he can turn into a dinosaur, doesn't that mean in some way he's a little bit like Zendar? Zendar? Because Zendar's he's clearly, a new role model. Because Zendar's clearly <laughs> a dinosaur, right? So, I mean, he's, he's got the frills and everything. Yeah. Rana's also now contemplating how, if he changes into a dinosaur... He can make himself a golden dinosaur instead of just a normal, boring, multicolored, feathered dinosaurs. Uh, I don't know how that feet. works with uh, with wild shape because it's not quite. No, neither do I. Because there's, there's, yeah, there's, there's the distinction between. The thing is, I think I'd let you try. I think, I, I, I think, think I'd, I think I'd try and establish some sort of role for trying. I think. Yeah, I, I think so. Because if, if it's if it's a purely cosmetic thing, but isn't I, that thaumaturgy? Well, no, it's not. Well, it's not quite. Because well, the thing is, you have you have things like polymorph that do let you change into yeah. other people. And that's not what wild shape uh, is. That's not. Mm. Yeah, wild shape is specifically for changing into animals. However, yeah. technically speaking, everyone is an animal. So it's yeah, it's a sticking point because it's not really how the spell's supposed to work. So yeah, I think it's it's a question of there'd be some sort of skill involved. I'm going to have to think about what kind of skill that's going to be. <laughs> Rana's not going to do it now, but Rana Rana is hmm. using this. Rana's like, special. He has yeah. his own thoughts. The thing is, I think I think... No, I'm going to keep that to myself, actually. Yeah, I think I've, I've got I've got, I've got an idea of how this is going to go down if it goes wrong. Um, just, just, <laughs> just, 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 a side, just a side query. How the, the ship, the, the brazen Pegasus... Had we uh-huh. inquired, or do we know how much it costs to rent the ship? I can't recall. You do not. I think we've, we've got to ask. Yet. We've got to ask Swift and Dark and Swift, or whatever they're called. Um, Swift, Swift and Dark. Swift and Dark. Truly, truly appalling name. 
Yes. It really is. Um, I, I've no idea. Them. I've no idea who named this person. <laughs> it, they are going to be Tabaxi. Are they an albino? No, I think it should be albino. <laughs> an albino Tabaxi. <laughs> no, an albino really snail. Slow. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, shadow. Here's my nickname. <laughs> like, they think they're funny. Yeah. Al- like albino it. flail snail captain wearing a tricorn hat on the back of its shell. Yeah. <laughs> or, or it's super tiny this doesn't even need a tiny little hat on top of a giant shell <laughs> or, or just just an albino turtle. yeah oh I have to be he just he talks it's very slowly and just says well I'm swift I don't know why in, in, in my head it was just tree beard going just tree bird going everything takes a long time to say in old gentish <laughs> have you met the wife uh, I've lost the thread of what we were saying now um, so pirates we've pointed out where they uh, where they're likely to pirates. be making births yes um, um, he Siliqui asked him about the podcast um, but if, if, um, if oh I thought you said podcast for a second there I was like that's metagaming to another podcast. level um, <laughs> <laughs> have you heard of a podcast every Tuesday <laughs> <laughs> there's one I've been listening to in my, um, in my brain palace it's when it's, you roll um, perception so high but there's nothing to see it's like you momentarily get the sense that a lot of people are listening to you right now it's completely wrong because like nobody's listening a, to um, you but still an inner monologue <laughs> But my inner monologue is made up of other people, and they're just all having an adventure, and it's all in my head while I'm meditating, you know. It's very interesting. I call it podcast. <laughs> anyway, yeah. anything, anything um, else yeah, you guys so, want to deal um, with while you're here? So the Kree says to uh, Zinda, um, so um, if you do um, end up remembering um, why you've heard of um, the poltergeists, or if you hear it, any word on them from anyone else please can I ask you as much as we keep it on the down low to, um, to let me know it's, it's, it is really important and I swear to you if you knew more of the reasons you would totally understand why it's, it's for good as much as the dragonborn can Zindar raises an eyebrow at you I don't even think they have eyebrows but they, but they, they do they, he, he, he does that sort of like Slightly cocking the head, uh, looking, just says, But of course, my dear, if I do learn more, I shall be sure to inform you. Well, thank you. I um, have the utmost respect for you, and I, I appreciate that. At this, Zindar sort of takes a breath and sort of says, Well, I need to be getting back to my work. I need to make sure that I've got everything in order. Of course, I don't let me hold you up. I and I promise next time I see you, to, I will announce myself before I get too close. That would be appreciated. You're lucky I was able <laughs> to pull that one back. I was there quite a while, you know, before you even noticed me. <laughs> I'm sure you were. <laughs> Strub it in. <laughs> okay. Anything else you guys want to do while you're at the uh, hub master's office? I think you needed to check the. Uh, the oh, jobs. Yes. jobs. Oh, yes. Jobby job jobs. Okay, dokie. You see on the board, there are, a, a little bit disappointingly, you see that there are mostly the same jobs that were there the last time. So there is the uh, job posted from Ekene about collecting a debt from Taban. There is also the Lord's Alliance plea for information about, uh, well, you know that it's about Uralonga and Nangalore, but they've just sort of said that they want more information about Chort as a whole. There is mm-hmm. uh, yep. a sign that clearly has been put up a bit more recently. That is the Hunt Pirates that you have just heard from Zindar. Basically details that anyone that brings in the captains or the boats of the pirates will receive the 2,000 gold for a pirate ship or 500 gold for the capture of a pirate captain. Omala's mm-hmm. one has gone. And in its place, you see a new sign as well that asks for help in clearing a mine that has recently gone dark. Mm-hmm. Apparently, there is a Ooh. mine outside of Port Nianzaro that has mm-hmm. gone silent, and the assumption is that goblins have raided it, which will happen occasionally. Mm, that's a possible. Uh, which, uh, that's something that... Uh, sorry, just for free, 
um, outside of uh, actual roleplay, Rana is able to confirm that that's probably, you know, that is fairly likely as it's, uh, it doesn't state where the mine is necessarily, but it asks... Just just outside Fort Nantaro. Mm-hmm. Yep, they walk out the gate and there's a sign saying, mine. Yep. <laughs> well, it's, a, it's, across, the, it's across the bay from uh, from Portney and Zaro. Right. There's, there's, um, a couple of seagull, um, there's a couple of seagulls that sit there just going, mine, 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 mine. So who is it that you need, we need to speak to about that one? Uh, for that one in particular, you need to speak to a patron at the Painted Rose. That's the one we went to first when we was meant to be at a party and we didn't know, wasn't it? Yeah, Painted that's Rose. the one. That's where you met yep. Volo. Volo, oh god, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was very lovely. Percival's not there. Yep. <laughs> I know. There in spirit. The contact in question is apparently in room 15 and uh, you will be able to get in contact with them there if you wanted to learn more about uh, what needs to be done. Does it say how what the payment or anything is? Payment is listed as uh, 200 gold pieces uh, with possible bonuses depending on the severity of the situation at the mine. Okay. And is there any others on there or is that the other one? That, last one? that is it. Beyond that, you can see personal ads from like um, mercenaries <laughs> and guides alike. No, not I'm those kind for. of not those yep. kind of personal ads. <laughs> this is a this is a this is a public information kiosk. It's, it's nothing sleazy. <laughs> I'm looking for an orc who <laughs> good sense of humour. <laughs> who really knows how to show a man a good time? Yeah. Uh, she's yeah. already left. Um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>